Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the What Did He Say podcast. It's your boy, <laughs> take number three. It's your boy, Chingo Bling. And Marisol. And shout out to all of our new patrons. Go on over and look into our Patreon program. Uh, they, they're getting episodes first. They're getting access to the private Instagram account. Shout out to Mike Bailey. He is our newest patron that uh, just joined this morning. Shout out to you guys. Y'all are keeping it alive. Por favor, believe it. And shout out to everybody that attended uh, our first few cities on the Going Viral Comedy Tour. Because we're going viral. We done already hit Huntsville, Alabama. We're headed to Long Beach, Fresno, Kansas City. What else? Um, Atlanta, Phoenix, Naples. Naples, Florida. A whole bunch of stuff. Hit up the website, man. Chingobling.com. About that. Now, it's time to start the podcast. And um, like I mentioned earlier... We just got back from church. Shout out to Second Baptist. Uh, it's our second time going. So, <laughs> Dad, they know. get a shout out already. It's only their second time. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. I need to make sure we, we're about to become members. Hold on, we shop before I shop before I uh, shop them out. No, we should we shopping around. No, but uh, it, it's a fun activity. Uh, something that um, we did last Sunday as well when we had Mickey and uh, Penny. They had to call us from the daycare. They were like, oh, "Y'all need to come get your kid ASAP." And they sent me three text messages back to back in different one, languages. One was in one was in English, and then one was like, "Hurry up, get here." The third one was in Spanish, just in case I didn't understand the first two that they sent. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was interesting. So we really missed uh, the whole service. And you know what's funny? In any of uh, of the moms that are listening, they could probably relate to this. But uh, the night before, I was having a little bit of anxiety because. All I was thinking about was, oh my God, Penelope has never uh, has never gone to like any type of daycare, or she's never been left with like just you know I don't when I go to the gym she's not dropped off at the gym you know at the daycare inside the gym. Uh, we've always had a babysitter since she was a month and a half old is when I decided to get someone to come and, and babysit. And the reason why I did that was because I wanted to be able to watch what the babysitter was doing with my child versus, you know, taking her to daycare and not really know what was happening there. So that was just part of the that's that's just one of my poor qualities that I feel that I have, which I'm a little bit of a controlling uh, person. I like to have control. Um, Bossy. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that. I just want to make sure that I'm the person that influences my child, not someone else. So I guess that's the reason for also not ever have taken it to her, taken her to any type of daycare. But I feel like she needs to start going to some kind of little preschool now <laughs> once a week so that she is not like crime bloody murder whenever she is left for an hour at most at the church. You know, so when you dropped her off that day, you thought she was going to be Penelope. But that day we saw La Valle. My God. It La was Valle like came out that day. <laughs> ridiculous. It was like, 
I don't know. Again, it's I'm a first time mom, so obviously I'm going to do first time mom things. I'm sure moms who are out there are like, girl, wait till you have the second one. You ain't going to worry about it. I know everyone always says that. I never honestly even wanted to be that kind of mom either that like, oh, I need to have control of what happens or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, we've been uh, fortunate. I always say that. I always say that I feel uh, rich in the sense that I'm able to be, work from home and watch my child being taken care of, like, s- while I'm here. It sounds like you're about to say no cat or like, you, like you're flexing on people. I am? You're like, uh, I'm not saying I'm rich, but... I don't, you, you correct me every time I say this, but I don't think you get it either. It is a rich thing yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to no. be able to do that. So like not rich as in monetary, not rich as in I have all this money, rich as in it's a luxury. Oh, okay. Any mom that gets to stay home with their kids, you know what I'm saying? Because their husband is able to work and, and, and she's able to stay at home. It's a luxury. Yeah, basically like if you're a stay at home mom, then you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Like you're doing well. Yeah, because, because you have it, that luxury. it's a one house income. You know what I'm saying? So like you're you're okay. And I'm sure that's not for everybody. Sometimes it's too expensive to take kids to daycare. So mom does have to stay at home regardless of what's how much of the income is coming in. It, that's just the the way you what you do to save money. But my point is is I know that I am lucky that I'm able to walk from the back of my office into my house to check in my child anytime that I feel like it versus her going to a daycare, you know? So that was just my point. I'm not trying to... No, I get it. You're basically saying like, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you work from home and you have the luxury of being able to see your kid and check up on them and take breaks and have lunch with them or take exactly. them for a walk. For a walk. Yeah. And, you know, those are all things that I'm able to do. And I'm so happy that I'm able to do those things, you know? So with that being said, at the same time, I'm kind of hindering Penny because I've just never have dropped her off anywhere. She's never, like I said, she's never gone to the gym daycare. She's never gone to anything like that. You know, Uh, if it's not my sister, it's my mom or Luisa who's watching her. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like one of those things where I don't know. It's just uh, when when I told my mom yesterday, she goes, Oh, you thought she was going to be like you, huh? And I was like, well, yeah, kind of, you know. Because like I, behave at church? Well, my mom never had any issues. Like if she needed to drop me off somewhere, it was never like I was going to cry. Now, my sister was that way. But because I was there with my sister, she would be fine. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I was never like that. So she was clowning me yesterday saying like, oh, you thought that she was going to be like you, that she was just going to like all right, cool, mom, see you later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, you yeah. know, it's like, so it's different. You know, you you were cool and friendly and you'd be willing to go with anyone, you know what I'm saying? Versus Penny is not about that at so all. So how, how was your Valentine's, Marisol? Uh, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, but um, it was great. We spent it with the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I think I just told you that the other day. I was like, I almost like I like like that better than it being just about you and I because I think it's important that a dad show which Pete doesn't do that. I mean, he doesn't buy me flowers or he doesn't he's not romantic period. So I'm not I'm and and it's not a dig at you, but you're not. But I do want the girls to know that 
when you date someone, you want someone that is that way with you. So that's the reason why, like, I made sure he got Mickey little knickknacks and gave her a gift. And, you know, he shows those things to her because I want the girls to know that those things are important, you know, when you're, when you have a partner, you know what I'm saying? So like, I want them to see that, you know, I'm gonna give the fellas some game. So check this out, fellas. What you want to do is if you give them flowers on Valentine's day, it's predictable and it's expected. But if she don't never know when the flowers are coming, then those little inconsistencies keep them on their toes and they appreciate the flowers because they're like, Oh my God, this ain't even, this ain't even a Valentine's and you, you can no, the flowers, but wait, but we've been together six years and you've never probably. <laughs> yes, I have. We, no, we, 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 we would have flowers in the house all the time. You would never bring me flowers. I would buy them at the grocery store. <laughs> what are you talking some, about? Somehow, some way. Do not take this advice because he does not even do it his damn self. What, you can't be giving um, advice. You can't send be your questions. Send your questions in right now. Um, uh, I'm a, okay, we have a question coming in from Twitter. This is. Uh, <laughs> This is Dorian from Fresno. He has a question from Twitter. He wants to know, how do you know which kind of flowers to pick out? You pay attention to the ones she buys at the grocery store, and then you get something similar to that. And then what if she doesn't buy flowers at the grocery store? Then how do you know which ones to get her? You just got to, you know, start small. You know, it's like, it's like a casino. So you do don't you want to her, put all wait, your money do you on get roulette. Her carnations, or do you get her roses? You might hit her with one rose. You know, like MC Magic has some MC Magic playing, and just hand her that one rose. Like she front row. Okay, but real, real talk though. If your man is only showing you he loves you one time, okay. So I think I did this post last year where I said I don't really do Valentine's Day. I think it's really just. Uh, propaganda and so like you it's know business. it's They're business like, man we so, need more holidays we can sell more shit so i just feel like everything is up so that same bouquet of roses probably when it's not valentine's day is 12.99 but because it's valentine's day now it's 19.99 so it's like uh, hey, so should i have bought them monday because monday they were still 12.99 but now it's valentine's day so it's 19.99 and maybe that's just the cheap ass in me but i just don't get it so um would I be upset if Chingo sent me a bouquet of flowers? No. Uh, would I be upset if I found out he spent a hundred and something dollars on a bouquet of flowers? F to the yes. Because uh, I could have... F to the MF, yes. Yes, because I could have taken those hundred dollars. <laughs> they like, they went to church once, and now they're like, uh, first of all, that's bullcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I just came back from church. I don't want to be yeah. guessing all crazy. Well, I, yes, I think to, I really yes to the F... To the MFAF. Yeah. To, um, Three F's. I just would kind of feel like, give me the money. You know what I'm saying? And let me go buy myself something that I would rather just have. Because the roses are going to die. We went and got Peruvian dinner. And then last night, we went and had dinner and a comedy show. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, I guess that was our, our Valentine's Day. We actually went to go watch Russell Peters. Live. And shout out to you. You opened up right before, you know, you he know, came on. did a little guest feature spot, a little drop in. That little was something, something. awesome. I was so proud of you. A good thing I didn't think about it. It didn't hit me till after. Like we got home and I know, yeah. And you, I was you were like, like sitting there washing the dish or you something. You were like, and I was wait, like, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. If I wait a minute, dude, you just did a guest spot for like Russell Peters, like internationally known, you know, YouTube sensation. 
you know, Russell motherfucker, M- <clears throat> Russell MF Peters. I mean, he's got specials on Amazon Prime. I mean, uh, he's, he's got hours of material. He's he's really good at crowd work. Oh my god, he's he is so he, good at crowd work. He loves comedy so much that he's just like always doing it some country somewhere all the time. He's like on a plane or in a green room or on stage. And, and he's um, a fan of music, also. Yeah, he's big a time. huge fan of music. Big time. So he's like, hey, man, you want to do, do 10 minutes? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, I was like, we were running late. And I was like, yeah, I think I missed my spot already anyway. Like, might as well just kiss that goodbye. And uh, we finally made it. Were you it. glad? That we, did you think, like, oh, thank God I don't have to go up there? Or were you like... No, I just blamed it on you. I was like, man, you know how women are, bro. Oh, that's messed up. She it was. I was in the car at seven, bro. Your show had already started. And she's she's still in the house. He's like, yeah, man, I know what it is. And uh, anyway, I I did my ten minutes, and uh, Mighty Soul was thoroughly impressed. So that was her bouquet of fresh roses. You know them them laughs and them jokes. Hmm. Uh, it was like Valentine's. But um, yeah, so good thing, good thing on my way. Oh, this is really loud. Every little movement, because the mic is sitting on the table. <laughs> See, you got to keep them on their toes. You compliment them one second, you remind them of an amazing time, and then you correct something small. Come on, so, boy. <laughs> you know, Pippin ain't dead, Pippin. But uh, we had a great time, man, to watch him work, and and I'm just curious, like how much of that material uh, is new and what he was focusing on, because. I like how they set him up. The host went back up there, and he was like, all right, guys, like you're in for a treat. Russell's working on a new hour. And How, how did he say it? Do you remember? He said, I mean, you guys are going to be a part of something special. Y'all are here helping him build it. And, and I think it's great the way he brought him up because it was kind of like one of those things where you're like, you know, when, when no one understands in the audience, right, because comics – I mean, I'm sorry, fans are there to see the person who they're there to see is – Working on material is really hard. It's not easy whatsoever. Yeah, it takes time to it polish. It takes a lot of time and, and a lot of writing and a lot of correcting. Every time, just here's a little insight for you guys. So I'm sure you guys wonder, like, what does she do on this tour? What is, what, what's her role? Okay. So in addition to me coordinating the actual tour, I also sit in the back and observe and take notes as to his performance. Because then, at the end of the night, we discuss uh, some of the jokes that are new. Uh, We discuss whether or not they hit or if there's a new tag uh, that could possibly be added. So, in addition to me selling merch, in addition to making sure that everything is going smooth during the show, that none of the fans are recording material, which... It never fails. Um, yeah, filming at, at a live show in general is annoying, especially especially in comedy because it throws off the rhythm. Yeah. It, it distracts people around you, and um, now they're worried about you. They're not listening to the joke. Now you're throwing the comedian off, and the whole thing. And I get it. It's the world we live in. You it's want a, a show where you are, so it's kind of yeah, like, it, you it know. It turns into an SH show, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's H-E double hockey sticks. That's <laughs> <laughs> how some people. Say anyway, um, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so it, w- the process is that. So it was amazing to see him working his material on stage, like it was working it out. And on top of that, I mean, I we went to watch him shortly after I had the baby. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he said five months. 
He said, uh, yeah. I was five months. I had just because had the baby's a year and a half. Maybe he knows he was here a year ago. Yeah. So, so I was Damn, about six months fast. fast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did was was that a bigger spot, right? That has to be the Verizon Center. Reventon, they call it now. Oh, is that what it's called? Some revention or oh, some shit. Yeah. It, it's bigger than the yeah. Improv, that's a big old right. Place. I wonder why he. Oh, because he's working material. That's why he did the improv. But more than I'm likely, assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah, he hits. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which sounds like a ton of fun because I mean that's mainly where I'm at right now is comedy clubs and some some theaters and stuff like that. But for clubs to be your playground, for that to be like your studio, that's awesome because yeah. clubs are fun. That's probably like I don't know. I don't be doing arenas, nothing like that, but. Clubs have to be funner. Yeah. It's just more intimate. It's more intimate, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when you do, like, a theater, like, for example, the Paramount in Austin. Oh, yeah, Austin, which, you know, which we you, have which coming we have up. In April. Um, I feel like it's so far from the audience yeah. and you. In terms of the intimacy. Yeah, yeah, as far as the intimacy to where it's, like, it no longer becomes a you in connection with the, with the fans, if that makes sense. I wonder... I wonder if uh, you just gave me an idea. It might be a bad idea. I wonder if there's a way at that theater where, like, pretend, hey, you know, we have this big uh, uh, wooden, like, a little baby stage that we can place here in front of the big stage just to be closer to the people. No, you have the smallest room. No, no, no. What I'm, I'm not saying a smaller room. I'm saying you see how big this stage is in this small room? Mm-hmm. You know we can place this other small stage. That's, uh, be- that's it- I'm sure they're going to charge us for that. Yeah, but do you, do you see what I'm getting I get, at? I totally like, get what you're saying. Does it make it more to me, or is it like, nah, bro, that, that just takes away? No, I think that would just make it feel a little awkward. weird, awkward. Yeah, no. Like you have this big stage behind you. Yeah. Um, I, looking through his Instagram, obviously I told you I saw some stuff from 1990. Yeah, he's, he yeah Russell. Doing, so he, he's been in it for a minute. He's an OG. I mean, which is the reason why... I was honestly, okay, so I was impressed the first time I watched him. I'm not going to say I wasn't. And and it's really hard to impress me, comics, to be like, oh, my God, he's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm very impressed with one of his skills Skills that I feel he has is that he's super witty on his feet. Like, Yeah, his crowd work is Wow, uh, his next crowd level. work is next level. Seriously, no joke. Like, I was really impressed with that. Um because I because I know the back end of it now, maybe not back then, I probably wouldn't have been that observant. I would have just been like, damn, that dude is funny. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But because now, you know, working with you, I know what it takes. I know the back end, the way comics think is not the same way regular, like us regular people think. They, they see things totally different and always find the humor in so things. So the crowd work that she's describing, like thinking on your feet and improvising – like, for one, you have to be well-rounded. Like, either you read some shit or you know a little bit about a bunch of stuff so that you can... Or you've traveled. Yeah, so that you can hit off a conversation and you're going to find an angle. And it's almost like you understand humans. It's almost like um, like knowing a little bit about socioeconomics and mm-hmm. knowing, okay, what is the most important types of questions you can throw out so that you can start a conversation with this uh, fan in, in the crowd. You know, is it, mm-hmm. oh, what do you do for a living? We're about to find out a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Are you, you know, are you married? Like just simple, you know. But, but you know what he does is he'll ask, uh, he'll ask couple one, single person two, 
couple three another person over there and he's and, bringing it weaving whoa, it whoa and then at the end they all he brings it all together like He'll find a way yeah yeah that person's going to be connected to couple a or you know what i'm saying it, it's crazy to watch it and like i said it was really cool because i've i've been to many comedy shows we've been to many comedy shows but i've never been to one where the where the comic is working out his material oh. i know that kevin hart does that too right he will do like um spots here and there it's working out his material until he hits yeah. a lot of the big uh, um, that level comedian they'll go back to the clubs like i said and make it their studio yeah playground it's it. great it's it's really interesting i mean comedy in general is so like crazy the way it works it's not you know like like i said uh being a fan of comedy before versus now is so different. You <laughs> know, now you know too much. Now I know too much. And I don't enjoy comedy shows the same way. Unfortunately, it's the same thing with movies. I hate watching movies with you because the her, 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 the entire time all I'm hearing is like, that's act one. Okay. Oh, act all right, two. Act two. Okay. You see how this just... So now all I'm watching a movie is, okay, that's act one. Okay. Act three. Okay, act three. <laughs> here we go. And so it's not enjoyable the catalyst, anymore. The catalyst moment. So sometimes I'll be like, uh, okay, clocks, clock, time clocks, clocks appear. Clock, yeah, it's like clock is ticking. I'm like, time clocks Ugh! appear. Yeah. Can we just watch this movie? So sometimes before a movie starts, I have to tell Chingo, we're about to watch this movie. Don't comment. Just let me watch. Don't it, talk please. about the production value. I don't want to. But then, and but then I'll be like, oh my the god. Score. Then I'll be like, oh my god, who was the um, the score of that movie? Yeah. Or why did the director of uh, La Llorona? choose to you know i would like yeah like, yeah i guess we're in costumes i'm always you know because i love like the mm -hmm. design i love doing all that so i'm always like man how did they find all these things like how did they take it back to where it made it look like legit that time like how much searching and researching did <laughs> it el take? chapo like yeah. did he take gun training to handle that gun properly yeah. like the and actor. It's exactly now what I do. So How did he study Chapo? Yes. I do the same with comedy now. Anytime I watch someone now, instead of me just kind of watching it and taking it in and laughing, now I'm like, oh, I wonder what the thought process for that was. <laughs> like, hmm, I, that's a different approach. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's totally different now. How'd they come up with that tag? Yeah, exactly. How'd they come up with that tag? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that way now. Um and, I don't know. And by the way, we know this is inside baseball, but uh, I looked at the comments and the please leave us a review. Give us a little five stars. If you don't like it, leave a leave a comment anyway. But uh, I'll read them sometimes. And uh, one was like, "It's all good that it's inside baseball. Like best episode yet." Or like, "I like that shit." Or we like hearing the stories about some of the people we know, but hearing them told through your perspective. And you know what I'm saying? Are you talking about like, well, like for instance, the reason I bring it up uh -huh. is because right now we're we're talking about tags and production value and oh, this yeah, music yeah. score. Uh -huh. Like it sounds very like if you don't very technical. Like or if you're if you're not in this type of uh, field of work or yeah. industry, whatever, then it might be like sound technical. Yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, some of the comments are like, nah, who cares if it's inside baseball? Like it's the shit's interesting or whatever. Yeah. So Valentine's was great. Uh, I got to get back on stage so I could practice a little bit before Long Beach, Fresno, and Kansas City. Uh, we've been vlogging, been you know trying to stay on top of that. We did a Valentine's Day um, a video on my YouTube channel, um, and we told everyone how you proposed, which I thought that was cool. Just search Marisol Herrera, <laughs> her adventure. 
And so um, there's so many good comments on there, uh, but most of them were like, oh my God, I never thought to do a... I love you because, like, the way we sat around, oh, yeah. around and kind of told each yeah. other, like... I'm most proud of you when... Yeah. All those things. I'm really big on making memories, guys, and it's super cheesy, right? But one of the things that I, I praise my parents on that they did a good job of, even though they were always at work, and I will complain sometimes that my mom was never a homeroom mom. My mom never went to any of the parties at school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because she was too busy working, like most parents are. And same with my dad. You know, my dad was not going to show up because he had to go to work. And so anyhow, one of the things that my mom did do a great job of was we went on a trip every summer. Even if it was to go to Mexico City, while we were in Mexico City, we were exploring different parts. Whether C- City? Huh? Is that what I said? I'm just kidding. Oh. Mexico City? I didn't say it like that. But uh, anyway. It went um, from like Texas Twang to City? I didn't even say that. It's in Mexico City. Like, okay. anyway, um, so she did a really good job of doing those things to create memories so that when we grew up, we were able to say, oh, yes, I've been there. Oh, yes, I remember that. Um, she was also really good at giving us cards uh, every so that we could read cards. And that was kind of, I feel like, because as I think old school parent, Mexican parents are not that great at expressing emotion Mm -hmm. or expressing like feelings. We're, I don't know. I'm not saying all parents are like that, but I think a lot of the old school ones are a little bit more like reserved and don't really, we don't express feelings, but birthday cards, uh, you know, Christmas cards, Valentine's day cards. Also, my mom used to bring us Valentine's day stuff. Um, and so my dad did too. And it was, um, I don't know if it was my mom telling him to do it, but he did a good job of doing it. And uh, so our cards were pretty much, I love you and the reasons why, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, you know, that's great. You know, anyway, I find it very important to make memories and I want for the girls for, you know, to one day uh, do the same with their kids and, you know, for them to say, you know, when, you know, when we would get together for Valentine's Day, we would write, you know, notes to each other or, you know, Christmas too, you know, like, um, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I know someone who does not do anything like they won't go to like quinceañeras, people's mm-hmm. qu- birthday parties, quinceañeras or okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will, but she'll mail a gift. So she'll say, thank you for the invite basically. And then she mails off the gift. And her reasoning behind it, which I thought was like the silliest thing ever, but now as a mom and as a person with a family, I get it, right? Her her theory behind it was, I work Monday through Friday all day. All I get to do is see my husband when he gets off of work um, and my kids no longer live with me. The only time I get to see them or spend time with them is on the weekend. The only time I have really that like quality time with my family is on the weekend because right after work, what do you do? Um, it's make dinner, get ready for the next day, maybe watch a little bit of TV. It's time to go to bed and it's done. Right. So it's not really like quality, quality time. So she would always decline any invitations to parties or anything like that because she wanted to use her time to spend with, you know, her kids and her husband. She was the same way for holidays, though. She wouldn't go, even if you invited her, she wouldn't go to someone else's house because she was like, 
Well, mm-hmm. I want to be able to make memories with my little family, and I want to do our own little traditions, you yeah, know? There's a crazy statistic that uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but it's like they did a study where they broke down, like, once you graduate from college, like around 21 or something like that, the amount of time that you're going to spend with your parents, it's like it's like a crazy small percentage of your life, like, after that age. because now, mm-hmm. Because now, more than likely, I guess on average... You don't live at home and you're working like you just described. Mm -hmm. You might see them on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And if you just calculate those little hours, like uh, Tim Ferriss brings it up all the time. But the point of it is that time is precious, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's good to tell mother MFers, (laughs) tell motherfuckers, no, you know, it's I'm cussing on a Sunday, Jesus. I'm sorry. Um, uh, it, it's good to be able to put boundaries, and so you make time for the stuff that is is important to you, and that requires time, and whatever a thing maybe you're trying to accomplish, or a routine, or a thing you do, or it might even be just cleaning up your house or whatever. But if that's what makes you feel better on Monday, instead of like, man, I had to go to that party, and that took up this many hours, and then we had to go. I told my friend I'd meet him up for this, and. Now you're just being pulled in every direction, and now you're upset because you weren't selfish. Yeah. But technically, you kind of have to be selfish in order to take care of others. Yeah. Otherwise, you're falling apart. Your your mental health, your stress levels, your blood pressure is all out of whack, you know, because you can't put yourself second. So you kind of have to be selfish yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's like I know during the holidays we have to go see family. We need to go. But it's like I almost don't want to go be with family the day of until the next day. Does that make sense? Or the day Mm. before? Um, I had a friend who um, used to do, so let's say it's Thanksgiving on Thursday, right? Because she wanted to do Thanksgiving with just her her little four people. Immediate. Mm -hmm. Immediate. She would do um, Tuesday, she'd have dinner with his side of the family. Wednesday, she'd have dinner with her side of the family. And then Thursday, they would have it at their house because she said, I want to be in my PJs all day. Mm-hmm. I want to get up and eat when I feel like it. Like the first dinner is together. Like the first sit down lunch is mm-hmm. together. And then she leaves the food out and you get up and get seconds as you please and do as you please. She's like, uh, her, her thing was, I was like, if I feel like taking the shit, damn. you know what I'm saying? Then I can take a shit in my own house. I ain't got to be like, damn, yeah, I can't wait to go. It's I like, wow. Wait. At first, we're like, wow, she has such a good system for her family <laughs> because she compartmentalizes. And really, it's about shit. <laughs> really, it's about, if like. She don't like shit at other people's houses, and she like to eat seconds and, and well, shit. Well, her thing is, like, Make I want to be in the comfort of my own home. I don't want to have to, like, be <laughs> somewhere else. It's like a poopery commercial. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, she didn't. She just, just doesn't like the whole Okay, now I got to go get dressed because we got to go to someone's house. Let's make sure I have everything together, everything I need. Okay, who's got the pie? You got this. Okay, let's go. Let's get out of here. We got to go to so-and-so's house first. So well, she just said she stopped. What, I, yeah, what I hate is <clears throat> with holidays is sometimes you get thrown off of your routine because now you're at the grocery store having to buy stuff you normally don't buy. Now you you're yeah, you're at somebody's goes. house. Uh-huh. Now you're at somebody's house eating stuff you normally wouldn't eat. The portions, basically, if your routine was, you kind of had a set little menu and a set little routine. And now, now maybe you're tired. Now you're driving home. Now somebody uh, peer pressured you into too many drinks. Now you're dehydrated the next day. Now you're mad at yourself. Why can't you ever tell people no? And it just throws off everything. And that's why this year 
I just feel like holidays, you know, just because people want to let their routines get all out of whack, I'm not going to let that shit happen to mine. Yeah. So I'm going to still come over, <laughs> but I'm, I'll probably be full. I'm going to show up full and not be just, you know, tripping with a bunch of cookies and pies and shit. I mean, I'm okay with doing it the day of. It's the leftovers. And then because I get that, I feel guilty. Like, oh, my God, I'm throwing away food. There's so many people in the world. All these tamales. Yeah, there's so many people in the world. I mean, at one point, I was doing, like, tamale salad where I would just, like, weigh the tamales. Remember? I even did. I even posted it on social media. I did my greens at the bottom. And then I weighed the tamales, which was a tamale and a half was enough, was what it was. So just one tamale and a half. I'd cut it up. Basically, it was like croutons in my salad. Little, but, little fatty, yeah, exactly. fatty, protein-rich croutons. So I had that with my salad. And then I felt like, wow, what? you can honestly just have one tamale and a half. A tamal. A tamal and a half. And, and you'll be fine. Just as long as the rest of it's all kale. You, like, you don't <laughs> need to be having the whole six or the whole 12. People are like, know? six? Yeah. What's that, appetizer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay, this this is doable. Wait a minute. Okay. But it's, you know, it's like you said, it, it's really it's discipline at the end of the day because you could, it doesn't matter just because it's around you. It doesn't mean you have to have it. Discipline so. equals freedom. Yeah. Como dice so. aquel, el Jaco. So that's that's my my whole. Let us know what y'all did for Valentine's and uh, what other holidays you like to turn up for. There's a lot of St. Patrick's folks out there. Oh yeah, there is. But uh, what other uh, current events were we going to talk about besides you know Valentine's and us uh, going to church and stuff? Uh, we shouted out Patreon. We should, we talked about the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, Huntsville was fun. Uh, that was cool. Checking out that uh, store Guanajuato and then meeting meeting all the Latinos. It's like Yo, so why, why are y'all here? And it's yeah. like, oh, well, there's a big poultry, uh, ma- you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Processing uh, jobs. Tomatoes. Yeah, at first it was like tomatoes, like, you know, migrant workers, people from the valley. Uh, that's why, like, you'd be surprised. So you haven't spent much time in, in, like, Michigan, but you run into a lot of people in Michigan that are like, yo, we're from West Laco, yo, we're from Edinburgh, and you hear all this Tejano music in all over Michigan and, like, mm. Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, which is right by Detroit. Um, but it's the same thing where you have migrant workers. Like a lot of the folks that are in Yakima Valley, Washington, like I have family over there because they went from like maybe picking something out here to like, oh, well, apples, you know, Washington apples. So this season we'd go over there to work and this season we'd go to Michigan to pick whatever. Mm. And then they'd come back down and some stayed and, you know, so. Interesting. Yeah. I always wonder how people end up in certain places, especially places like that, like Huntsville, Alabama. Alabama of all places, you know? Um, even Nashville, the people that come out to Nashville, like, how'd y'all end up here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Nashville's a big city. That You know, that's a I know, big but, difference than you but know, Huntsville. I guess where the comedy club is, we don't really know where, like, you know, every area has their... Latino section, their black section, the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I guess where we stay is in the suburb area of Nashville, right? Because think. I've never I've never just kind nah, of been that, like, oh, that's not a, No, I don't think that's a suburb. No? I just think that's like a side of town, like a section. Um cool little coffee shop over there in Nashville. But um but yeah, I know a lot of people listening probably trip out like, what? There's like especially if you're from like uh California or something, and like all you know is Southern California, mm-hmm. all you know is your side of town. 
and you've never been to Mississippi or Louisiana or Oklahoma, none of these states that are like, the fuck? Like, why? Mm. Who? When? Where? Well, like when my grandma would cross people over, she was like the little... Uh, statute of limitations yeah. uh, states. I'm not... Uh, I used to always be like, she'd be like, I'm going to Georgia. And I used to be like, you dropping off these people in Georgia? Why? Like, I never got it. Like... Houston's right here. Why would you go all the way to Georgia? Well, Georgia, well, Atlanta was super popping with construction around the Olympics. I think it was like 2000. I forget what year it was, mm. like 2002 Olympics or something. And uh, they had to build that stadium from scratch. And just a bunch of Raza started liking it over there. And that that's the version that I know. And um, when I first started hitting Atlanta and I met up with like uh, Sumo and uh, DJ Paco and all these folks, mm-hmm. they would break down how it was like a lot of Mexicans from California, a lot of Mexicans from Texas. Mm-hmm. So they were both homesick, and then sometimes there'd be friction, like, oh, bitch, in and out, or, or, uh, or whatever. Like, nah, in Cali, we used to wear our jeans like this, or mm-hmm. like, you know. That's and, funny. You know, so it, it's interesting, because it's like, there's, at the time, it's like, uh, there's not that many of you guys here like building a community. So sure. why the hell would y'all divide each other further? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By being like, well, we came from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, it's always, it trips me out. Like, Or whenever you tell me like Boise, Idaho, you're like, no, there's a bunch. We need I to like go there. sold it out one time. I man. was like, Boise? And by the way, it's supposedly not pronounced Boise. Boise? How do they say it? Uh, I don't know. I just watched this. Uh, you know the guy from um, Breaking Bad? Yeah. The, the guy that uh, is the connect- the guy that works with the older man? What's this, that that uh, actor? Which one? The the, uh, the younger white boy. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, okay. that's his that's his movie yeah. name. But last name's Logan though. But okay. I don't remember what the first name is. But anyway, um, I watched this thing where he has this house in Idaho. And he said something about that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, people pronounce it Boise, but it's Boise. Like it's Boise. yeah, like it's not Boise, Idaho. You know, it's like Boise. something Boise. like that. He said, well, "You, you got to watch it anyway." Mm. So um, yeah, but when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Pete just said, "Like we need to try to hit there because there's so many Latinos." And then and then and then I see the uh, the scenery there, and I'm like, "What's yeah, a beautiful. Mexican doing here?" Because it's like it's beautiful there. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it was like, what's What's out here, you know? Well, it's, like, it's, how did you end up there? Yeah. It's such uh, a long travel. You know, I guess to me that's how I see it. Such a oh, long travel. Uh, man, there's this cat out there. Um, I haven't talked to him in years, but uh, I think he used to go by uh, Pelon or something. But uh, he was from, like, Boyle Heights. And this motherfucker was living in Boise and rapping and shit. Like, but having a bunch of crazy stories from, like, a bunch of crazy shit from uh, Boyle Heights. Wow. But, uh, but... You know they were out there in Boise, and um, and I and I I think he was you know getting away from some things. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's a random spot though. It's like you go like this, mm, Boise. Yeah, well, people people end up places nine times out of ten. There's like a specific thing that brought them there. It's usually like a, some job related or family related. Mm-hmm. Like, well, my mom had a you know thing out there, and eventually I went. It's always something like that. Well, yeah, that's kind of how it happened for my parents because my dad, my mom always gives me this story. Your dad had a really good job. 
He worked for the government. I don't know why we had to come to the U.S., but your grandparents were over here, so your dad wanted to come. And my dad's family, they're pretty tight. So it's like one leaves, they all leave type of thing, you know? So it was kind of like... Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, so when my grandparents left... The only one that didn't come was my dad because he was the only one married. Everyone else, my grandmother was able to bring with permission with that whole, I guess, I guess if you, I think my, the, what, what my grandma told me is if you showed that you had some kind of ownership in Mexico, then they would give you the visa to travel, mm-hmm. right? And so because they assume like, why would you just abandon your home yeah. in Mexico? You're going to come back. So, but they never came back. Mm-hmm. They basically took that visit what is it uh a tourist visa yeah and they just never returned or whatever but anyway um yeah that was my mom she was like i didn't want to come to the u.s your dad was the one that wanted to come because your grandparents were here so my dad tricked my mom basically in staying by saying oh we're only gonna go for the summer and then he got a job with my grandfather and it was like, oh, we're just going to stay two more weeks. I'm just going to make enough money, like make a lot of money. And then we're going to take that money and go back. And then it was like, you going to flip it. Yeah. And so then it was like, wait, but I don't even make this kind of money in, in Reynosa. So how about we just stay here? My mom's like, no, no, no. Wait, you said we were going you said back. two weeks. Yeah. Like what's happening here? Like I like my life over there. We're not missing anything. We live a nice little life. You know what I'm saying? So why do we have to stay here and struggle? Because, you know, them coming here is starting from scratch versus they were settled over there. They they lived well. You know what I'm saying? So she kind of felt like, no, 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 you're going to we're coming over here to struggle, bro. Like we don't even know the language, you know, type of thing. But that's how obviously they ended up here. At one point, though, my mom said that my grandmother my, my, my mom's mom was trying to convince my dad to go to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, no, 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 we're not traveling to Georgia. Like, I don't know what connect my, my mom's mom has out there, but it was Georgia. I'm glad because otherwise I probably would have ended up in Georgia. Instead of the H. Instead of the H. But Atlanta, we are coming to you. No, I'm so saying? So Ticket Link will be, I think it is. It up. already is up, yeah. Yeah, Ticket mm-hmm. Link is up. I just need to, you know, announce it a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, it's a Sunday. I think we're about to head out to the park. Uh, out there, Memorial. Take the kiddo out for get, a little bit. Get some steps in. Get some fresh air. Get a little exercise. That's part of our Sunday routine, and uh, that's one thing that I definitely maybe next week we'll make a whole episode like specifically routine about routines and why. Because um, you know, as y'all could tell, uh, I'm sure a couple people made comments, but uh, our consistency was a little off past couple weeks with the podcast, and you know, um, and it's just. We're trying to make different good changes, guys. Nothing bad. Good changes, like um, good routines, right? And uh, just <laughs> trying to get uh, the whole business aspect of it in place. And what I mean by business aspect of it is like, okay, so Mondays have been the day that we release the podcast. Uh, this day we're going to release a video. This day, so basically getting the content together is where we're trying to work on right now currently so we apologize to all those who are like where the f is our damn episode man like, and it's like well we got to take care of the patrons too man. yeah so um the episodes will be going both patrons like i said we don't know yet if they're the ones that are going to get this episode first or and they, then is or that and or, a bonus are they that and a bonus exactly um i think pos- i think that and the bonus would be better but 
Uh, we'll see. Well, yeah, making some, with ma- right making now. some changes. You know, uh, merch department. Just um, even this studio space, like even this show. Like I, I commented to Marisol right before we went on air. Like, like yo, maybe we should. You know, we haven't really played with the vibe of it. Maybe we should try to make it. You know. Um, uh, like morning radio, like pretend for those people that listen and tune in, on Monday why, why, or while they're commuting or something. Um, like basically, let us know how you use this podcast. I know it might be like, well, it depends. And for Treadmill. those, yeah, like for sure, especially those of you who like have been asking for them. What's going on with them? Your feedback, guys. I can't express to you guys enough. Like. I know it sounds like they don't give a rat's ass. No, like we literally sit (laughs) down. Yeah, like we literally sit and actually read them, guys. We actually read your comments. Um, I try my best to respond to every everyone who sends me a message. Um, So you know, just so that there's always a connection between us. Because again, there is no podcast without our listeners. There is no comedy show without the, without the fans showing up. You know, there is no YouTube video watching if you guys are not watching. And so I can't express enough to you guys how important you guys are and how big of a role you guys play because I don't care who it is, but anybody who is in the entertainment business who has fans, they're not famous Unless you're a basketball player, I guess, because that's kind of like... What are, you, what are you saying? Like, I'm saying, like, without the fans, it's like, you know, you need your fans. Like, you need that support system. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it's like... so. And that's why we set up the Patreon, because, you know, the, the folks that have already signed up, you know, as we're figuring it out, they're, they're letting us know. Like, hey, man, I'll chunk you, you know, amount for a cup of coffee, you know, or whatever, every month. Um I'm 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 joining. I'm signing up. I'm off for the ride. And if you were one of my hundred winners from my uh, Instagram, where I had you go subscribe to my YouTube channel and to Chingo's YouTube channel, and I picked a hundred people who went on there and subscribed and sent me a screenshot, they subscribed. You were picked, and we will be mailing out uh, their stuff this week. So. I want to make it a point to where I don't know if it's going to be a weekly giveaway that we do or if it's going to be a monthly thing that I do. I haven't decided yet, but the same way you guys give me um, your attention and your support, the same way you give Chingo your attention and your support, we want to be able to. Yeah, like Chingo just wants attention. <laughs> I mean, they're paying attention yeah, to I'm you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so, you know, whatever that is, you know, we want to be able to give it back to you guys. So this is just our little way of saying thank you guys for being such great supporters and, you know, all that we try to do and put out there, you know? Yeah, so it's a new thing. So we appreciate you patient, your patience as we, uh, you know, flesh it out and, sure. and make sure mm-hmm. we stay on top of it. That's priority. Uh, like, for instance, I'll, what, the last 24 hours or whatever, I pretty much took over the, what did he said, um, Instagram page. And it's like I'm having fun with it because I know it's private and I know who's on there. Uh-huh. The, versus, the patrons and stuff versus yeah. people just not really they just spying they just trying to see they don't want to like nothing you know but this one's like hey it's like a vip you need special access i want to do something really cool for the patrons where we go live on there mm-hmm. yeah and, no, it, and it has and check this out and it has a built-in story thing that's for that page so like I'll post, I posted a, a discount code on there, and it has a, a an app 
function called lens. So I could have like when we were at church, I, I wasn't gonna be filming at church, but like, oh, she's playing by the fountain. Okay, bam, upload that goes to the Patreon mm. app or whatever. We should do like a dinner with Chingo or a dinner with us, but we're going live. We're all eating and talking. Yeah, we could do stuff like that or even like, okay, we're going to Kansas City. All right, this is the part where it's going to require like, okay, who knows how to do this? Do we need to figure this out? For instance, type into the Patreon, pull up everybody from Kansas City that's a patron. They're getting in free. Mm -hmm. Or we got their first round of drinks or we're going to pay for their dinner. Or we Uh, we did that in Salt Lake. We picked... uh, a couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a, a, a dinner, a, a double date, then, then people drove in from Wyoming or something yeah. like that. But what I'm saying is figure out the Patreon program so that I can say, for instance, all right, we're headed to Fresno. Pull up everybody from Fresno. Yeah. I, we, you know what I'm saying? It's a new thing, and uh, we know we're making some changes. But anyway, you guys enjoy your Sunday. We're about to head out and let us know what kind of vibe, what kind of energy, what kind of show structure. You know, y'all like more current events. For y'all sure. Old stories or just whatever. Let us know. Leave a review. And uh, thank you for tuning in. See you guys on the road at a comedy club near you. Chingobling.com. Click tour for more info. Or thank forward you, believe. guys. Sass. Appreciate it.